0: Today is March 4th, spring training is in full swing. We got games, some are boring, most are boring, some are fun. There's good storylines, there's a lot of players heating up, there's a lot of positions to be had. Let's talk Yanks. I'm I have an interesting baseball. fellow coming on after the break, his oh. name is Jimmy James, John Broy, whatever. Well, oh. This guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. Baseball. My name is Jimmy, John Boy, coming to you from California. I got my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver. I believe he's in Denver right now. We're two transplanted Yankee fans, originally from the New Jersey and Connecticut area. You know that if you've been listening. If you're a new listener, now you know. Jake, how are you?
1: Hello. I'm good. How are you? How was your week? How was your weekend?
0: Everything's good. I, I'm i uh, full-time doing Talking yank stuff now. It's a bit bizarre. I don't know... to structure my days yet right had a meeting I had a meeting with like the investor the staff the crew and all that going good we got a lot of big plans like we have plans that are every day we have long-term plans a lot of stuff we want to do we're excited about the fan base but structuring my day is hard it's like I wake up I sit here I watch the games and then I it's like okay I have so many things I want to do I have to figure out what needs to be done when and I don't know have you thought
1: about like when the season comes A normal 7 p.m. Eastern time game.
0: 4 o'clock starting. You need
1: need a pregame routine. You're one of the players now, basically.
0: Well, wake up. I'm going to try and wake up and go for a nice walk. I read while I'm walking. I'm trying to read a bunch of baseball books and history. uh, uh, Like, just brush up on all my Yankee info. Become a Yankee historian. So I read while I walk. I plan on going on a nice walk for like an hour. Then coming back, showering. Getting dressed for the day. Finding out who we're facing, throwing up some stats, how we do against that guy, how, whatever. Find the fun storylines, prep, make some videos. I don't know. Anything else that people want to hear? We're flexible guys
1: slash I'll just make Jimmy do it because that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, that is how. You got a quick Yankee fun fact for us? Something you read?
0: I just finished that book. Um, okay. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. Yogi Bear didn't have his own equipment as a kid. Boom. There you go. From St. Louis.
1: Fun fact fun fact of the day.
0: Okay. This this podcast, this episode is brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. If you don't know affordable jerseys, then this is your first time listening. They're big supporters of the show. And we like what they do because they offer Yankee jerseys that are cheap. They are they are the cool base replica, the majestic, the same exact, the very same quality you get from Majestic.com, except they don't have the names on the back, which is the bad part. Can't wear a Yankees jersey with the name on the back. That's a hole in the market. Affordable jerseys is filling it. $99. Yankee jersey, no name on the back. Go there. Get yourself a jersey. Get ready for the season.
1: You have a nice tweet of me looking sexy in my affordable Yankees jersey.
0: Bernie Williams' son, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, you were throwing some moves out there.
1: Yeah, I had, well, as we kind of discussed last week, I, I had a couple too many sodas at, at yeah. that, but it's a celebration.
0: Yeah. All right, so first we're going to get into some off-the-field news, some signings, some injuries, some stuff like that. Then we will get into reactions from play in spring training. I've watched, I think I've watched every game that's been televised. I've watched replays. I'm trying to, you know, it's like my life now, so I got to know. Like, I was talking, so I was like, I got to watch the spring training game. It's like, no, you don't. It's like, well, I know I don't, because who cares, but. I kinda do now. I gotta know what's going on. Right. So we'll talk about that. But first, let's start with let's start with the Adam Lynn signing, Jake. I'm
1: I'm glad you started there, James.
0: Pretty wild. Part of the side
1: effect of the free agency stuff. Did you check out his stats? There's my first giggle. Ah, I was trying not to giggle today.
0: We have a guy, a, a great listener, a big supporter of the show. Yankees videos on Twitter who hates that Jake laughs a lot. He's not
1: wrong. I don't like it.
0: In turn, it makes me laugh how much he hates that you laugh. Well,
1: I'm glad we covered that. Adam Lind stats. Adam Linds Adam last year. Did you check it out? I'm assuming you did. Yep. 300, 362, 14 homers in 116 games. That's really good. And I think it. I'll, I'll tie into it more later. But we're starting to see where the Yankees have their focus so far in spring training i think they're displaying that backup first base is something they're legitimately worried about they have lynn they're getting austin a lot of at bats billy mckinney's kind of everyone's dark horse a little bit former big time prospect who had a couple rough injuries but yeah i think for adam lind it's again who knows what, what else he was getting on the market, but. It kind of sucks because he's banking on a Greg Bird injury, right?
0: Yeah, he's probably my least favorite guy on the team because yeah. he's rooting for Greg to get hurt. No, when they traded away Cooper to make room on the 40 man and then they got rid of Headley, I tweeted out like there's no way they don't sign a backup first baseman, a MLB caliber backup first baseman. There's no way. And then when we did the mini episode on Greg Bird. We even, we said, we don't have a backup backup first baseman yet. And then we both laughed and said, well, there's going to be a backup first baseman by the time this comes out. We were wrong. But now we have it. It took forever. Last year, because they didn't, because Bird gets freak injuries, two freak injuries in his career. And Tyler Austin is, is actually injury prone. Like, he pulls hamstrings. He does those repeating, recurring injuries, unlike Bird's broken ostrichnonum. So you can't bank on those two. McKinney's a rookie, so you have or prospect even, so you have no idea what you're getting. So this move was inevitable. It needed to be happened. And the fact that a guy like Adam Lind falls into the category of a minor league contract, not that he's a stud, but you heard the stats last year. They're pretty impressive. Last year we signed Chris Carter and G-Man Choi for this very reason, because you need a guy who's got major league experience in the depths. Carter started 70 games or some dumb shit like that. Troy called, got called up, and then we got Cooper. You need depth. I mean, you need depth on depth on depth. So this, it's I. I hope Bird doesn't get hurt, and the, and this is a non-issue. He's also really good at pinch hitting. I think he had like five pinch hit home runs or something like that last year.
1: Yeah, he 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 came off the bench for the Nats a good amount. Who who do you think has a better chance of being on the opening day roster? Adam Lynn or Tyler Austin?
0: Adam Lind, because I don't know if Austin has options, but I'm guessing he has a couple left. Adam Lind has an opt-out after spring training. So if the Yankees don't put him on the roster, they can he can straight up say, okay, bye. I'm going to go try and get on someone else's. I'm going to go shop myself because he's got an opt-out. So if the Yankees were worried that he's going to opt-out, then I, they could say, no, come be out the backup on the roster. And if they send Austin down... That's not that's less of a headache for them, I guess. I don't know though. I mean it's it's interesting on my end. It brings in it brings in Billy. McKinney.
1: My gut says neither. I see that's the weird thing for me. I convinced myself on Tyler Austin making the opening roster the other day, just with the you know, the guys to, who have to start the year in the minors, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That point is interesting. I think it's, <laughs> it turns into Greg Bird, obviously. I think then it becomes lefty righty. Lind and Austin are 1A. I think they're kind of equivalent because nobody complains about Austin's major league talent, which I get that he's injury prone, but he's still major league
0: talent in my eyes. No. Yeah. But the Yankees don't like him. Like, and that's not me saying I don't like him. The Yankees, you can tell they just don't, they just use him kind of in the same way they used ref Snyder. I don't think they trust him at any position defensively last year when we were struggling for a first baseman so hard, they sent him to the minors and had him play right field. And then yeah. they called him up to be a first baseman. It's like, what are you guys doing? So, I don't know. It seems like they aren't excited about Tyler Austin. He's got a good bat, but he's, his, his splits, Rob from Arkansas gave us his splits. Tyler Austin's splits are, he hits lefties really well. Right. He hits righties very poorly. And he's got opposite field power. He's doing good in spring. He's got two home runs, one a walk off. Someone else pointed out all his hits are clutch, which could just be opportunity. But yeah, man, cool. I, I like watching Austin at the
1: plate. It's the uh, the equation that'll end up in the Yankees front office is, like you said, sending Tyler Austin down to. Are we going to have to protect Greg Bird against lefties, even though he has good stats against lefties so far? first Adam Lind off the bench Versus, i mean the sleeper there is Billy McKinney do they think he's healthy and he can be if Greg Bird gets hurt he can come up and give them serviceable at bats at some point
0: yeah so Billy McKinney i don't think they're going to stash him away as on the bench it, if they no, wanted no. if they wanted a backup and a pinch hitter i think you go with Lind but i but maybe if Austin's out of options I, I don't know how that comes out, how that breaks down. But, oh, but in the end, Bird just stay healthy and play, and we're good.
1: Yeah, like I hinted at before, I mean, we if you go through the top at-bats of the Yankees this season, I mean, in the top ten are Tyler Austin and Billy McKinney. So I think they're definitely definitely putting that, testing out to see what they have, just in case our, the unfathomable Greg Bird nightmares that we will never discuss could
0: happen. Yeah, McKinney, I don't think they'd bring him up to be on the bench right now. I think no. if they, if if, if Bird was dead and they needed 70 games, then yeah. Let's move on. Speaking of death, Jacoby Ellsbury strained his oblique, making a nice reaching catch. Clint Fraser has a concussion from making a nice leaping catch and banging his head against the wall. All our outfielders love straining their obliques. Clint strained his oblique last year, making a nice catch. Hicks strained his oblique twice last year, making a nice catch. Every time they reach up and make a nice catch, they just strain their obliques. Ellsbury, they said he had tightness in his side. And It's like, okay, well, that's either nothing at all or a strained oblique. A couple hours later, they said strained oblique. So if they're both hurt and sidelined for a little bit, concussions are crazy. They never, might never go away. This is why depth comes into play. Like, imagine Shane Robinson now. I, I mean, we're a Brett Gardner injury away from Shane Robinson being in the team. Well, that's not really true. That's an overreaction because these guys may come back in two weeks. You never know.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, part of the reason I've been so gung ho on Jacoby this year is you. You forget how many little injuries and stuff in baseball happen. Never mind the big ones. Jacoby played what was it, 110 games last year, or whatever it was. So, and again, it is spring training, so you wonder. Like you said, sprained oblique could be an actual sprained oblique, or could be you know. An early thirties year old Jacoby saying <laughs> feeling a little bit. So yep. not not too concerned. They they've said Clint <laughs> I don't know. We I get touch and go around Clint like you do now. I've heard okay things about the concussion, like it wasn't a super bad one, but again it is tricky. So wow.
0: well we'll know more
1: in a couple weeks.
0: Russell Wilson offered him some concussion water. So and then it got cleared up and then it was bad. Then it was good.
1: So good thing we brought Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, he's going to help Clint. Um, what do you think about this, Jake? Do you think they should they should be cool and maybe not dive and go all out? Is it possible to tell a player to play 80% when he's on the field? or do you, Or are injuries just going to happen and you have to let a player play? Because I kind of lean you just got to let him play. Like, especially a guy like Clint, he's active. Like, he's going to run around. I think Clint would hurt himself more if you told him don't go dive for anything because he'd probably, like, pull up. Real, I don't know. I think you have to let him play. Like, I'm not – some were saying, like, Clint needs to calm down and not make that catch. Like, no, I think you got to go make catches. Normally, I lean that way. I
1: do. I do get it during spring training. <laughs>
0: Yeah, in today's game, there was a ball going into the dugout, and McKinney and Gary were running for it. And Boone's right in the dugout, and he's like, Easy, easy, easy. Yeah. Like, stop. It's a foul ball.
1: Mid season, you want one of them leaning over the fence trying to make a play. Spring training, let it go.
0: I think I-, I agree. I just think it's really hard to tell a player that.
1: Yeah, it's. And there's some guys that. There's some guys. In, You play with them if you play any sport during any part of your life. There's guys that if they're playing in the game or they're playing on the beach with their grandma, they go 100%. There's guys that you wish could turn it on, Jacoby Ellsbury, (laughs) at at any point. So it's tough. I I think if you're the manager, you just do kind of one of those. You have to know your guys and say, hey – I'll give you a break the first half of spring training if you're not gonna dive for the ball in the gap, but at a certain point you hit that go button.
0: Do you remember freshman year of baseball when we were shag balls and we had a you had to dive rule? That was my favorite thing.
1: Did we or did we make that up?
0: I made it up, but we abided oh, okay.
1: by it. Like yeah, if you there was a scoring system, yeah.
0: Yeah, if you if a ball got hit right to you in batting practice, you weren't allowed to catch that. You had to let someone else run and dive for it because that was way more fun. That's when you're fourteen and you don't get hurt.
1: That's when the coaches hate you.
0: Yeah, they're mad at you. Yeah. All right. I think that's all. Anything else off the field? Any signings? Any moves? Like, what, we can get into play on the field? Transaction-wise, no. I, I think play
1: on the field kind of will tie. Yeah, and health-wise, no.
0: Because we right now we don't know what the concussion and the oblique are for Ellsbury and, and Clint. And concussions <laughs> are crazy. Ellsbury was out it was supposed to be two weeks and he was out for like a month last year with that concussion so I hope Clint's not sidelined for a month of play that would suck
1: yeah and opening what day's opening day
0: the 29th 28th. 29th 28th Twenty 29th.
1: 29th so once we get which hey it's about a week and a half but if we don't have some more finite news in a week and a half you're about two weeks out from opening day so that's that's when the red light will go on. But at the same time, we could hear on Tuesday that Ellsbury and Clint took batting practice. So
0: something to watch. Yeah, something to watch. I mean, I think it I think it become somewhat of a nice thing for like we say, hey, we have five outfitters, how's this gonna work out? It's like, well, it'll play itself out. And not a nice thing that they both got hurt at all, but a nice thing that maybe Boone's decision is easier in a way, like, okay, Clint. You got concussed. Your head's hurt a little bit. We're going to roll with the guys up here. You didn't get sent down because you weren't good enough. That's exactly what Clint needs for his mental health. Like, because if Clint, if they have to say, Clint, you just didn't, you were fighting. You wanted to beat these guys out. You didn't beat them out. Go to triple A. keep working. He could be demoralized. He could be like, fuck, he could get angry. But now if he's like, it was that concussion, that concussion set me back. That's the only reason I'm in AAA is because that damn concussion, and it could be true, but that's a, diff- a different mindset for him than just being defeated. I'm ready to befriend
1: Clint. Like... No, no, no. How I say I go too far off the deep end with some stuff. I feel like I've been too harsh on Clint. I'm ready to bring him on board. Get the real deal.
0: People are like upset with me. I said I wanted him to be a big part of 2018, and then I wanted him to be the everyday left fielder in 2019. I mean, you can't call me a Clinton hater hater when that's what I'm saying. I want out there. I just think he's lame. Yeah, he doesn't seem cool. I want him to be. We'll hang out with him. All right, let's move on to the in-play spring training results, who's doing good, who's doing bad, and all that stuff. And this segment is going to be brought to you by the Runyon 5K Marathon. Is it called a marathon if it's a 5K? Did I just get that wrong? Yeah, that's totally
1: not right.
0: It's totally not right. It's just a 5K. Yeah, it's the Damon Runyon Cancer Research Foundation. They're doing a 5K at Yankee Stadium. They have invited Jake and I to participate, which is scary. It's a run around Yankee Stadium. You go like through the ground concourse and the second level, then the third, then down the steps, then on the warning track. It's all over Yankee Stadium. Jake and I will be there. It's on April 15th, Sunday, April 15th. I think we're wrapping up a series against the Tigers that day. So I hope they have the game on the Jumbotron so we can watch. That sounds like a lot of fun. Get to be It's always fun to be in ballparks when there's not a game going on sometimes and you get to see it like. A difference is that—is that just a me thing, like abandoned stadiums or empty stadiums? I think that's very interesting. No, it's definitely a
1: different. You're right. There's no perfect word for it, but it's—it's
0: it's different. How about that? Different. Like there's that scene in Little Big League where the the main kid and his uh, manager are just sitting in the empty stadium in like seats behind home plate, having a conversation. I'm like, man, that's a cool place to have a conversation. Yeah. So anyway, there's going to be a lot of people there. It's a race. If you want to sign up, you can get $5 off registration using the code talking yanks. Exactly how we spell it with no space in the middle, no capitalizations talking yanks. Jake and I will be there in the Bronx at Yankee stadium. We're going to have a camera. I mean, I'm not running it. That sounds like miserable, but we're going to walk around and have some fun. Maybe oh, do a right. podcast. I'm running. You're running? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Keep that camera gonna, up. Maybe my walks will, will help me get ready for the run. But, I mean, that sounds like fun, and we're really glad they reached out. We're happy to work with them. It's for a good cause. So if you like marathons, if your family likes marathons, if you like the Yankees, if you like us. 5 over, Damon Damon Runyon, 5K. Check, April a couple,
1: check a couple boxes off. Run a 5K. Get on Yankee Stadium. Get it, Get on the field. Yeah.
0: Tell tell Jake he sucks to his face. Okay. All right, so let's go into it. The first storyline from Spring is Anduhar. And it's kind of the only story right now. That's not true. there's more. Who? andu who are? That was bad. Anduhar. Call up Anduhar. Free oh, Anduhar. Anduhar. He's playing crazy. a hater. Oh, my God. You're a hater. You want to send him to
1: single A. That's what I heard.
0: I don't think you should be in baseball anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, and- the Anduhar clan... It's coming after me hard because I went after them hard last year. But they don't understand so much. Those kids don't understand so much. They're so stupid. They're like, see, we told you he was good. It's like, I never said he wasn't good last year. I just said he's not going to be called up as an impact player of the 2017 Yankees, so stop pining for him in such an annoying way. Guess what? He never got called up as an impact player for the 2017 Yankees. So all your pining and whining last year – I was right. It was worthless. It was just annoying as hell. Now, he's going to be part of the 2018 Yankees, and let's all be excited about him. It's it's time. Now we're ready. You know what? And they're going to do this. They're like, Are, do you still hate them? I'm like, yeah, I still hate you guys. And I'm going to hate you when you do the same thing for Florial a year before he's ready to come up to the majors. You're just going to be annoying. Yeah. Be excited for guys at the time when you should be excited for them. And right now, everyone should be excited for Andy Hoare. You can't not be. I saw
1: someone post something like Andujar over Headley talking about last year. And it's, that wasn't even the situation. It would be Andujar over Frazier. And the whole thing is the kid's glove. So, you know you know what would have been, been delightful? What if the Yankees lost the game because Andujar boots one when everyone said that his glove wasn't ready?
0: Those so, kids. Know,
1: wear, wear both sides of the hat. Is that the phrase?
0: Wear both sides know, those, of the shoe? Those kids are so dumb and annoying. And they're kind of trolls on purpose, which is fine. But if you don't know anything we're talking about, yeah. there's an annoying group of kids on Twitter that are annoying, and they're like young kids. Andy War get excited, be excited. But again, it's still just spring training. Uh, Ref Snyder hit like 451 spring, but Andy War looks more legit than Ref Snyder. He looks awesome. Have you seen his at bats, Jake? He's absolutely roping
1: balls. Yeah,
0: he hit, he's hitting them hard. He's got a violent swing. Someone asked me what's the difference between a violent swing and a fast swing. Glenn Fraser has a really fast hands. But his body kind of stays in place. It's not violent. Andy Hart's got like his whole body, violent swing. He's crushing fastballs. I wanted to look and see what pitches he's been hitting, what he's been doing. He's been taking, when he does strike out, it's on off-speed pitches that he's swinging and missing at. He hasn't swung at a fastball and not at least made contact yet, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I've I've got the the stats in front of me too, so I might as well let the people know if they haven't been fully keeping track. 19 at bats, which leads the team. Which again, I've I've been circling around, and we'll get to about playing time. Uh, eight hits, two doubles, four homers, eight RBIs, four strikeouts, uh, 421 batting average, 421 OBP. And Jimmy Jimmy's favorite Dominican saying: "You don't swing yourself off the island, babe."
0: No, dude, he's going up there swinging, and he's looking for fastballs. He's put two off-speed pitches in play. One was a deep fly out to center, and one his last hit was a rope down third base line. I don't know if it was off-speed or a fastball because Nessen had the worst broadcast in the history of broadcasts, and, didn't, and they also didn't put the miles per hour up. I don't know. If it didn't look like a fastball, I'm going to guess it was off-speed, and he hit that, so that would be his one hit on an off-speed pitch. The thing about spring training is, pitchers are still going to throw him fastballs because they don't care. Their goal They're just isn't... They're trying out- to be healthy. Their goal isn't, I need to get Andujar out at all costs. Their goal is, okay, I need to work on my fastball. I need to work on my slider. I need to work on all my pitches in spring training. Because if this wasn't spring training and was the regular season, Andujar would not get a single fastball. Right. Which It would be... The ALCS when there's 20 something curveballs in a row. And I, wait, wait, but I'm not saying he can't hit curves. I'm just right. saying he's right, sitting right, right. dead red fastballs in spring right now. And I'm ex- interested, excited, whatever word, to see when he starts making the adjustment and starts knocking curveballs around too, because I think he can. A lot of mixed emotions.
1: It's, it's kind of what you've hinted at. You said we've got a question about the value of spring training. Has this changed some of your thoughts coming into this year about Andujar? Like, have the way he's hitting those balls are you saying like, okay, this this dude really should be our third baseman this year?
0: It's yeah, if he stays hitting this because his defense has looked fine too. So if he stays hitting them throughout all of spring like this, there's absolutely zero chance he should be in start the season in the minors. Options isn't a problem, or service year, service time isn't a problem for him. If he stays hitting like this, he has to be break camp with the team. But all the things Cashman told us and leaked, he said Drury was only in a competition for third. He said it's Drury's to lose. He said Drury has the edge right now. And I think he said all of those things. Someone asked me, do you think Cashman spoke too soon when he said that. And it might, he might have, because I don't think he predicted Andrew Hart to go this off in right. spring training. And I think he predicted Andrew Hart to have a decent spring. And he put those thoughts out there that it was Drury's to lose because he wants to give it to Drury and let Andrew Hart develop a little more in the minors. I don't know Why? Cashman, but everything he said, it seems like that's what he wants. So part of my brain is saying it's only spring and there's like three weeks, three or four weeks left of spring, three weeks left. And if Andy Orr goes hitless in his last two, I think Cashman's going to be Cashman and be like, well, we want, we loved what we saw. We want him to keep going and, and develop. I don't know why Cashman said those things why he oh I don't know but that's just my my brain like if Andy Hart keeps hitting he has to be on the team but I'm trying to figure out Cashman's brain and I don't know why he would have said those things about Drury if he doesn't lean that he wants Andy Hart to start in the minors yeah and we do have what
1: three three more weeks of spring training two and a half something like that so i something to watch and again i I don't want us to come off as Anduhar haters. We we want this dude to be great.
0: <laughs> I want him on the team. Root, root for people in
1: pinstripes. That's our new, that's our new, coach, new motto. Yeah. But so this whole thing I've been circling about, the the guys leading the Yanks and at bats this spring are basically all the question marks. Anduhar leads the team, Espinoza, who we said is kind of fighting for an opening day job. Glaber's third, Drury's fourth, and then it kind of turns in. The list gets longer, but it's still names we've talked about. It's Tyler Wade, Austin. So I think the Yankees are basically throwing it out there to those guys like, Hey, we're going to let you play and sort it out yourself, which I, is, you know, sounds a little obvious, but it's a, it's a good way to do business. I'm curious, you, you mentioned and you had that great video about Boone talking about winning at bats and taking the close pitch and such. I, I'm not going to say it's a red flag. Anduhar doesn't have a walk yet in 19 plate appearances which again early spring training he's roping the ball but it's clearly a point of emphasis on the team if he it, it'll be interesting because i i don't want to make too much of a clint frazier parallel but we saw clint frazier come up he showed some ability he showed some pop and then the pitchers caught up a little bit started throwing the off speed just like you were mentioning and then his numbers started to drop his defense wasn't where it needed to be and i I'm not hoping that or wishing that. But I would say keep an eye on the walks. Keep an eye on the defense. Because honestly, I think those are the things at this point that would keep Andujar off the opening day roster.
0: His defense has looked pretty solid. He throws a little odd. Some people were saying that he loved it. I I think it's a little weird, but I don't care how you throw as long as the ball gets there, fine. Describe Um, it to us, Jim. It's kind of like the way – paint a picture. It's kind of the way Domingo Herman pitches. The ball's low at his hip, and then he just slings it. Okay. So Jeter and Arod, they throw like an infielder where the ball is behind your head, and then you come out and sling it. Mm. It's actually like I've seen a lot of video and throwing teachers show that Jeter and Arod the ball hides behind your head, which is kind of crazy. His is low. Okay. Whatever. However you throw it works. Get it there. Kind of looks like Cano from second, but it's from third. His defense looks good. He's roping balls. I would say – you said look at the walks and the defense. Obviously, look at that stuff. But I, I would add, look at how he handles breaking balls. I think I think everyone in the world knows he can fucking smash fastballs. So let's let's see when and – I, and I don't know if he's going to see a healthy dose of breaking balls in spring training because, like we said, pitchers are just working on their stuff. They don't yeah. care. What else do we have? Let's see. We did Andrew Har. Wade is probably the next best guy uh, sure. right now. That's, play, that's competing, he's doing a lot of stuff. He's playing good defense. He's bunting. He's got like two bunts for hits, making his speed a factor. I don't know, he's just having a good spring. Paul O'Neill and Michael K were raving about him on Sunday's game.
1: Yep, hitting three fifty seven so far, Four forty four OBP, 14 at-bats, one swipe. Yeah, Wade, where are we at on
0: Tyler Wade right now? Where do we want to see him on opening? I want to see him at the second base job. I'm rooting for Wade. Nice. Only on opening day. I want. I think Glaber eventually will take that, and then Wade becomes right. utility. We have a lot of guys. We have we a lot already, of guys. If we, we already made Drury
1: an odd man out because of a hot 19 at-bats
0: from Andujar? That's the crazy part. People are like, I don't know, man. There's too many guys. It's a good thing to have. But Drury's been hitting. He hit a double the other day. He hit a home run the Drury's other day. Playing, Drury's playing really solid. And he's the opposite of Andy War. He's roping off speed. It's tricky. Starts getting tricky. tricky. You want to try and figure that out right now? Okay, so we'll do we'll talk about Glaber first and then we'll try to figure it out. Glaber, shaky start with the bat. He hasn't been hitting that well. He hit a double in the game yesterday, which was nice off the duplicate green monster out in uh, Fort Myers or whatever Red Sox play. He's made more good plays at second than he's messed up routine plays. But he has messed up a couple routine plays, I think two or three, where it just like he tried to start a double play with his glove and flip it with his glove. A little too fancy. Just do get the practical out, Glaber. And then against the Red Sox, this like humpback one hopper, he let the hop play him, messed up and then threw a bad throw home to try and get the guy running home when he should have ate it. So super little things, I don't think enough to stop him. I don't. If, if if service time wasn't an issue, I don't think that would be enough to make him not make the team. But because service time is there, I think they're searching for these kind of things to be like, yeah, he'll go down, he'll work on that. And the thing about Glaber is he's had like 50 games in AA and 23 games in AAA. I don't think he doesn't have 100 games played above A-ball. I think a lot of people would be shocked to hear those numbers because he's such a highly touted prospect. And everyone thinks he's ready for the bigs. He's ready for the bigs. He is probably ready for the bigs. And the service time is going to kick in. And maybe that's not fair. But the dude hasn't played a lot of games above ball. He's coming off the weird injury from last
1: year. People get so excited over prospects. Especially the younger they are, the more excited you're, you're going to be because the better the better you are as a youth, you know, A-Rod, the Griffies, they get called up as young as they are. You start putting people in their head, put Glaber in that conversation. But it's funny for the past, you know, you're one of the more active people on social media there is. We haven't heard the, uh, the Glaber opening camp crew as loud as they have been for the past two weeks or so. They've started quieting down, which makes, which spinning it back to the Andohar thing makes it even more crazy how people are penning him into the third base job because he's had a good week and a half of spring training. It's
0: crazy what good, what, what, I mean, it's the way I see tides. it in your eyes right now.
1: It's, it's, it's
0: mind-boggling. It's just the way the tides go. You know, that what, yeah. what have you done for me lately? And, and part of it is annoying and part of it's, no, that's how it is. I mean, you, you, you can, Halfway fight it, and sometimes you have to accept, no, Andujar deserves all the praise he's getting right now. Yes. But you need to put a little, it's spring training, it's spring training, it's spring training into there. If,
1: I, I I figured it out, James, because you, you touched on it, but it, it has to be hammered home more. If Andujar keeps doing this, yeah. Yeah. Y- you have to. If Andujar has a eh, couple weeks... The odds are still kind of against them a little bit with Drury, with Wade, with that whole crew. Your boy Espinoza.
0: we won the offseason with him. (laughs) The thing about spring training and why it's so great is if a player does good, Jack Green comes out and pitches really well. CeCe comes out, pitches really well. Kainley looks good. is going crazy. Wade's going crazy. You're like, yeah, let's go. You're so pumped up. And you should be, and juiced. But if Tanaka comes out and throws a dud, if Chapman can't throw a strike to save his life, if Bird hasn't really started hitting yet, you're like, well, it's spring training. They're just working on things. It doesn't matter at all. And they're both true, but they contradict each other. You're gambling with free money. The good is good, and the bad doesn't matter at all. And that's spring training. All right. Um, Now that we did the infield, uh, let's try to work it out. So the way I see it, they're going to roll with four people on the bench. Ellsbury is going to be, if he's healthy, Ellsbury's going to be the outfielder on the bench. Romine is going to be the catcher on the bench. So then you have two open spots. Okay. For an infield for two infielders. So if we think Glaber hasn't done enough to beat out service time, even though I don't think there was enough he could do to beat out service time, Glaber's in triple a. Okay. Now if Andy Hart, keeps this up, and he wins the third base job, he's on third, okay? And then if Wade stays healthy and he wins the second base job, he's on second. So Wade and Andujar won the opening day jobs. On the bench in those two remaining spots, it would be Drury and Torres. And Drury would be acting as the first base backup.
1: Dude, does that lock in baby toe? I know it hurts me to say it.
0: I don't know Toe's options, and he's having a good spring. And I think they'd use Tereus over Tyler Austin. It's going to be
1: interesting to see, man. I'm at this point, and I'll again send your hate, ESPN underscore Jake. I'm always ready for it.
0: I still don't have Anduhar on there. Okay, so let's do it that let's do it that way then. If Anduhar isn't gonna be the everyday third baseman, he's not getting a spot on the bench. They're gonna send him down and yeah. say keep go, keep playing every day, right? So then that puts Drury at third. Drury. Wade at, third. Wade at Wade. second.
1: Wade Torres platoon, essentially, with 15.
0: Okay, whatever. Just put just put one of them there. Wade's right. there. So then the two spots on the bench, if you have Drury at third and Wade at second, you got little baby toe on the bench. And then you have a Lind or Austin on the bench? I still haven't fully thought
1: out the Lind-Austin thing, but I think it's Tyler Austin.
0: Tyler Austin. So if Andrew Hart does break camp with the team and is the everyday third baseman, I don't think he's going to break camp to be on the bench. If he breaks camp and is the everyday third baseman, that may result in the Yankees having to get rid of Torres to have a backup first baseman on the bench. Austin or Lind. And I don't know if that's worth it for Cashman. Like if he has to start Andy Hor right from the jump and by doing so, he has to get rid of Torres. It's like more of a headache than to just say, Andy Hor go develop for a week or two. I don't think,
1: do you think the Yankees are fully bought in on Tyler Wade?
0: Yeah. I, yes. I, on, on giving him a chance, the way they talk about him is what I'm saying, like they don't like Tyler Austin. The way they talk about Tyler Wade is not how they talk about Tyler Austin. And it's the same way they talk about Brett Gardner when he was younger. And I thought they should have kept Melky over Gardner when that situation was playing out. But the way they talked about Gardner, they loved him as a dude. And Melky was partying with Cano too much and shit like that. So I, they talk about Tyler Wade very highly. And the dude won the MVP or batting champ in AAA last year. He's no, he just had a bad when he came up. It's gonna be interesting to watch.
1: You wonder if Cashman has something sly up his sleeve because I. So I've mentioned the at bats. I mentioned Espinosa, Glaber, Drury, Tyler Wade, McKinney. If you want to throw him in there, and Uhar leading the team. You' there's totally one extra piece if Tyler Austin gets screwed and not he doesn't get screwed. It's dude, you've been hurt. If we really need a backup first baseman slash someone who can hit lefties, you're going to get your call. Wade and Torres, man. Heck, Drury could find himself in a tough spot.
0: I don't think they would have traded for Drury for them to be in a tough spot.
1: But so so let's do the
0: Andujar-Rake
1: dreams one more time. Andujar rakes. He can field third.
0: So So he's locked in at third. In, in the dream world, or the world before that,
1: Glaber was still going to hold the second base job.
0: Yeah, I mean, Glaber's going to start, and then he may come up halfway through. So
1: now we have Drury, Wade, Torres as three utility guys trying to get minutes? I don't know, man. I think Not... it, I think you touched upon it. I think the value there, I, Wade or Torres... Probably ends up on another team, right? They, yeah, I, it's... They're both too valuable. I know I get, I, <laughs> you and me went back and forth a little bit on uh, Little Baby Toe's PPP, which, by the way, go catch up on them. Tell your family to catch up on them. But Little Baby Toe can play second, short, and third in bat 300 for you. It's not in, not a pop 300, and we're just gonna casually send that guy down to the minors? That's tough.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think, I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I mean, we can talk it to death. Right. So, I th- and I think we kind of just did, which yeah. I think is like a, a fascinating conversation because, like, yeah. there's, Ellsbury's gonna be on the bench, Romine's gonna be on the bench. You got second base, third base, two spots on the bench. One of them has to go to like a guy who can back up first base, and they think Drury can, but I don't know if they trust him that much. So, it's really interesting to see how it's going to shake up. Also hilarious, haven't even said the name Clint Frazier. Well, he's which there's the, I, there was I know in the you, outfield.
1: I know you and me know the outfield space is limited, but there's there's a whole contingency of Yankee fans that think he should be on the opening day roster. Number one of them is Clint Frazier.
0: Yes, but I and which he might
1: he might go for the backup catcher job.
0: <laughs> Don't look at the analytics bun Just Watch me catch and you'll see that I can do it. Throw me back there and let me do it. Don't look at the analytics. I can catch. Um, Yeah, Clint's off. I mean, the concussion kind of puts an end to it, even though there was no it anywhere. There was no way with barring injury. There just wasn't space for him. They weren't going to trade Hicks or Gardner to make room for Clint because he had a good spring. It wasn't. We did this last time. It wasn't. awesome. Yeah, so yeah. There, there's a lot to sort out. We got to get get okay. move on from this. Let's move on to some questions we had in voicemails. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this, Jake. Try. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it right now. And we'll try to see if you can hear it. Hey guys, Andrew from Hell's Kitchen. Who makes the final bullpen spot? Heller or Shreve. Fun question that I did the other day. I don't think we really have a long man because our bullpen is too good. We have so many good one-inning dudes. I mean, Warren can give you a couple innings. Warren can give you a couple innings. Chad Green, they're they're having him start so he can stretch out to give you a couple innings. Canely went more than one inning last year a couple times, but never, I don't even know if he went two, one plus. Robertson went one plus a couple times. Batansis is a one-inning only guy. Chapman's a one-inning only guy. But we don't have like, All those guys we just named are guys we would pitch in close games. So when we are getting blown out or we're blowing someone out, who's our slop time pitcher? And if the last spot in the bullpen is Shreve or Heller, that's awesome. If they're fighting for that last spot, but neither of them are innings eaters. So is it crazy that we don't have, is Sessa going to make the team as a slop inning? Like
1: who we don't?
0: We don't have a guy to throw in slop time because you're not going to throw Warren in a 10 nothing game and then kill him when it, you want to save him for a close game. You're not going to throw Chad Green in a in a 10 nothing game. You're going to throw Shreve in a 10 nothing game, but he can only give you an inning. It's a weird dilemma. We have too many good arms that we don't want to waste in slop time. Who's going to be our slop time pitcher?
1: Welcome to the Spoiled Yankees podcast, and I love it. Because this is a great art art argument conversation. And we're scratching the surface, Jim. Because like I've mentioned with my nerdy baseball game I play, there's guys in the Yankees bullpen that are young and I think our current major league talent. I think on a lot of teams, Jonathan Holder, Sessa, uh, Herman, Heller, I mean Dude, i I was looking at the stats the other day. <laughs> Heller pitched eleven innings to a point eight two ERA last year.
0: Like, well, Heller's um, young and he's really good, and he's my favorite player to watch right now. And if 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 Shreve beats him out, it's only because Shreve is a lefty because Heller's stuff is way better. But there's both one inning guys, which right doesn't help my dilemma.
1: Which I, he's he age twenty five. He pitched 11 innings to a .82 ERA. A lot of teams will be talking about that guy taking a huge role in their bullpen the next year. We're talking about this guy not
0: even making the team. I think Heller uh, could be Chad Green next year if something happened where he needed to. Uh, I am a big, I mean, everyone on Twitter is a big Heller fan. His stuff is so fun to watch. So, but who's going to pitch in slop time, Jake?
1: unpopular opinion to start the year. It, it might be Chad green. <laughs> no, he won't. They're stretching him out to be the starter.
0: They so do the they, same thing with Warren the last two years. It, I mean, they're stretching him out, but I don't, I think Warren would be two innings ahead of green in slop time.
1: I, like you said, man, I, I don't have a great answer right now.
0: Because I, I
1: think I think the team likes Chase and
0: too. They do. I think they Jason like him Shreve more than the. Was
1: twenty six a lefty that threw a three seven seven ERA? He's going to be in the major leagues for fifteen years as a loogie.
0: Yes, I I I'm not doubting those guys. I'm just saying, do you need a guy like Sessa, like Domingo Herman, like Jaime Garcia in the playoffs that'll eat up innings where you don't want to waste a good pitcher? Because we don't have room for that guy because we have too many good pitchers in our bullpen. This is the most spoiled Yankees fan ever. Yes, but, but honestly, but honestly, Chapman, Patances, Robertson, Chad Green, Canely, Warren, that's six dudes. We're going to have seven relievers. That's six of them. The last spot can go to Shreve, Heller, but they will only give you an inning. I, I wouldn't be I shocked he- if they put Sessa there.
1: Right, right now it's a piece it together plan. I think they go into this the season saying, if we need to do it, if we need to do a day like that, we go two innings. Warren, we try to get two out of Shreve, and then we just try to finish it. Man, I, that's the only reason I say Chad Green there is because he's going to be stretched out to start the year, and then if if it becomes problematic and the Yankees do have. Two, two, three busted starts in the first couple weeks. Then I think you dig into the Sessas, Hermans, or whatever it is.
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm not rooting for Sessa to make the roster over Heller or Shreve. I'm just trying to figure out the dynamic of can building we get you a
1: Sessa jersey?
0: <laughs> Luis, he retweeted me the other day because he always has one really nice strikeout every time, and then the rest is kind of like,
1: Pfft. yeah, okay, uh, like, like you said, something to watch. And again, I. I've got my jakey cashman asterisk cuz like you just we went through the infield depth there's some depth there there's going to be guys in AAA this year who sh- should be in MLB bullpens that's how, this is how a trade starts to come together someone someone sees Ben Heller as a potential closer someone sees Tyler Wade as their starting second baseman and you you never really know what could happen so I that's a, a little jakey what to watch for what to watch for
0: Okay. Next, we got a question from Big Joey four four four. He said, "Birds slow bat." Then he ducked because he was scared of us. Then he said, "I know it's super early," and he ducked again. It's so, uh, birds hasn't been hitting. What are his stats? You got him in front of you?
1: Uh, yes. Bird spring training stats are twelve at bats. He has one hit, four walks, five strikeouts. So. 083 he's getting on base at a 313 clip but one hit in 12 at bats again classic we're gonna say spring training doesn't matter hey maybe his bat's super slow this guy caught it first but if greg bird breaks camp completely healthy no one gives a damn about his spring training
0: stats There you go. boom roasted all right yep cool he's got a good eye he's getting his walks he's so still getting his at bats whatever spring training like we said There's no bad in spring training besides injuries.
1: Stanley, you crush your wife during sex. Boom, roasted.
0: If Judge plays left field, do the Yankees have to move Judge's Chambers? And what would Stanton's section be called if he had one? Uh, Are Judge's Chambers going to be back? I wasn't anti-Judges Chambers. I was fine with it. Like, whatever. The Yankees are uh, never fun. That was kind of fun. They let kids sit there. If he plays left field, do they move them? Nah. But I don't even know if they're going to be there anymore. Um I guess they're back. And there's no way Judge is playing left field at Yankee Stadium a lot. That's Gardner's playing every game of left field. Yeah. Unless sales on the mound. I don't know. We haven't,
1: f- are we gonna see Judge Stanton in left
0: field this spring? Stanton just played left on Sunday. Oh yeah? Yep. He you were at a brunch. So, everyone was dropping balls, Jake. Everyone was dropping balls. The sun was brutal. There's no third deck to shade you from the sun. So, he got two balls hit to him. He ran them down. And then, right as they were about to, like, being catching range, he just put his hands over his head and they fell twice. And then, the third time, he kind of took a weird route, dunked in front of him. But, three balls were hit his way. Zero outs. Boone because Boone's being a nice positive manager he's like I was very encouraged by his routes and if there's if you start on the hardest day ever to play left field then it's all better from there which is true other people were dropping balls so it wasn't just Stan's fault Stan made no excuses he said no I need to catch those son or not son I need you know you need to make the catch good thing to say he's going to play left field again in his next game which I thought he may be discouraged because he's a pro he's an all-star he's worth millions he's proved himself as a fantastic baseball player then to go out play a new position and everyone knows the sun's in your eyes but still it's embarrassing to yeah like so i thought maybe he'd be like yo Boone, come on man Uh, fuck that that's that was not fun for me but he's playing again next week so that's good
1: Do, do we have anything to say or do you have anything to tell the people about judge not playing a ton so far
0: well, they told us that like at the opening conference of spring, they said, judge is going to be slowly eased into it. And they think they just said today, they just said Sunday, they think he's healthy and he should be getting at bats now.
1: So do you think Stanton getting into left field shows any lean that like, if they, if they were going to play a playoff game today against the lefty sale and they want to get both bats in there, in the outfield, do you think they're leaning Stanton just because he's gotten in yet? Or do you think we're still waiting to see? Uh,
0: I think we're still waiting to see. If Judge doesn't play any innings, then yeah. But they said Ellsbury's going to play in left field. They said is going to play in left field. They're just playing everyone everywhere. Again, because it's spring. Which yeah. brings us to our next question. Your opinion on spring training and how significant games and and performances are. I got in like a debate with this guy on Twitter today who was just a clown. He was pissed off the Yankees were losing. This isn't me trying to be like Hardo or anything. I don't look at the scoreboard on these spring training games. And if if you're new to baseball, if you're wondering why, Roldis Chapman came into the game today. He could not locate his slider. He hit a batter. He kept throwing it inside. If this was a regular season game, him and Gary would say, okay, scratch the slider. You don't have it today. And just go fastballs and try to... Str- it's not. It's a spring training game. So they said, throw the slider more. We need to work it out. So he threw the slider more and he had a terrible inning. He went one and one. He went a third of an inning, gave up a run, whatever. Spring training. Like I said, Andujar, if it was his regular season, he wouldn't be seeing fastballs. But guys aren't, the other pitchers aren't going up there with intensive scouting reports on Andujar. They're just like, okay, I got to get my work in. CeCe goes two innings, breezes through them, comes out. Winning and losing means nothing. like literally it means nothing in spring training because you have pitchers coming in and out. You have guys playing positions. You have Giancarlo playing positions. He'd never played before. And a lot of people that follow baseball for a while know this, but some people think that winning or losing in spring training, like I'm getting, seeing a lot of people on Twitter, like, yeah, at least we won. Like what? Who? It means nothing.
1: It's, like we've been saying with the players, if you win, sh- sure, be happy about it. It's better than losing. I not guess. even
0: man, not even you. Who cares? I don't, I'm not even happy about a win. If you if they lost every
1: game of spring training, a flag would be raised.
0: Every game, a flag. If they won every game of spring training, that same flag would be raised. I'd yes. be like, "Fuck, that's a bad sign." <laughs> yes.
1: So yeah, doesn't matter. Health, health
0: matters the most. Health and play. Like you're looking at things. Like today's game, we were looking at. Okay, how's Chad Green going to look? First time we've seen him. Okay, how's Errolis going to look? First time we've seen him. Bill McKinney got the start at first. He's just now being moved to first. How's he going to look? He made an error. So that wasn't that great. You got John Carlo playing left. How's he going to look left? These are things that you watch for. Yes. How many times each team gets a guy across home plate? Don't care at all. It means it honestly means nothing
1: no team has ever been remembered by their spring training. (laughs)
0: That's a really good point. Uh, we got a question. How many games is Chad Green starting this year? I think we did this with Joe's McFly. It was over under 10. We changed it to over under 1.5, and I went under. I think he starts one game bullpen day, maybe. I don't think more than that. You know it's funny. Paul O'Neill introduced the game today, and he's like, "We got Chad Green starting today. Won't be starting during the regular season." But no one has said that yet. Like yeah. Boone has said, "Yeah, he's probably gonna go back to the bullpen." But like the allure, Michael K, because he's a professional, or whatever, he would have played along with the allure. Like Michael K would have been like, "Well, right. Chad Green's looking for a chance to start. The rotation's packed, yeah. but we'll see what he can do." Paul O'Neill was just right away. Chad Green, he's not gonna be starting. He's gonna be in the bullpen, but he's starting here. Yeah. <laughs> Value, keep them stretched out. I think that's all we got, Jake. Got anything else?
1: I don't think so. I I think my J- Jake's final take, which isn't a thing and that people don't want to hear, is just <laughs> if if you look up the Yankee spring training stats, the the top ten guys in at bats are everyone we discussed basically. the The only guy we haven't fully mentioned is Florial, who does look super talented, which is awesome. I I know you already pumped. Pump the brakes on the hater, or not the uh, the prospect huggers, but looks looks uber talented. Um, yeah,
0: man. all all right, cool. That's fun. What I mean, I, I, I send I us away like... with something, babe. You want to do like hot takes? If you want to, I don't know. Okay, what, what, do, I... what do you need to get off your chest? I'm gonna do no, no, no. These are like my spring training hot takes as if I wasn't a rational human being nice and just watching like the team okay here we go Jimmy's we'll do we'll call this the hot springs the hot spring takes the hot springs takes
1: okay man <laughs> <laughs>
0: are needs to be the everyday starting third baseman. are over everyone. Cut Drury. Who gives a shit? Wade, he looks okay. Bird, he's gonna get hurt. Lind was a great signing. He's gonna be in there. Chad Green, no, no hot take about Chad Green. Tanaka sucks. Tanaka sucks. Trade Hicks. Trade. Oh, Trade Hicks. Hicks looks Trade garbage. Hicks Trade is Gardner. garbage. His good month last year was the most fluky thing in the goddamn world. Trade Hicks. Clint's concussion is going to make him better probably. Gardner can get the hell out of here. Bring up McKinney in the outfield. Oh, that's exhausting. Should we
1: do... I don't know if you like this or not. Should we do a a March 4th, our final five guys on the roster?
0: Like right now?
1: Yeah, like that whole discussion we had. Like, if if you had to guess today, like we know Drury's going to be on the roster. We know yes. Romine's going to be on, on the roster. Romine,
0: Drury, and Ellsbury are locks. Right. So then you have three other guys to plug so, and play with.
1: And the last pitcher, if you want to do it, should we do the final four? That's March themed. March.
0: Okay. All right. So we're saying Drury, Ellsbury, Romine are locks.
1: They're locks. So or a, back, need, a backup catcher, if someone loves. Uh,
0: no, I went over this. Romine has no options left, so you're not okay, gonna nice. you're, not, you're not gonna get rid of Romine for one day a week of right Higashioka or Kratz, because then you're losing a whole player of depth. So nice. Romine's got it locked up. Ellsbury's got the fourth outfielder locked up. Drury has a spot, whether it's starting or utility, locked yeah. up. So up we have Wade, Torreus. Anduhar and Glaber. Two of those four. Well, then you have Lind and Austin too. Yeah. So there's six guys for two positions. No, one. Yeah, no, for three positions. So do you think they have a backup first baseman or do you think they're comfortable enough with Drury?
1: What was your final four? March 4th, final
0: four. Fuck. It's tough. Okay, so give it to Anduhar. Right now, Andy Hoare, give him third. Deserves it. I'm not going to predict him to, like, ruin his chances because there's no fun in that. I will predict that Andy Hoare goes good through spring. He gets third base. Drury's utility. Ellsbury's in the outfield. Romine's there. I think Wade is second base because why would I predict him to slow down? Wade, keep going. you got second base locked up. Then you got Drury on the bench for utility. And well, then you no, got I, last. I was going the last
1: is jury, already in. I was going the yeah, no, last so you got, infield and the last pitcher.
0: So Okay, so you got one more spot in the infield. It's either Toreas, Austin, or Lind. I don't think they like Austin that much. I think Lind doesn't get a chance, so he opts out and Toreas stays because that's the least headache for them to do, which is then we're trusting Drury to be our backup first baseman. That's kind of crazy. I don't know why I did that, but that's what I did. Give uh, Shreve the spot on the at the end, I think Heller deserves it more, but I think they'll go with Shreve because they like Shreve and he's a lefty. So final four of Shreve,
1: Roto, Anduhar, and Wade.
0: And we're going to do these again next week and they'll probably be different. Yeah, I still, I think Austin gets in there, man. I like him. His mom's phone on Twitter too. He's been hitting bombs too. I don't know. I don't, there's no one that I'm saying I'd be pissed if they were on the roster. I'm swapping Anduhar
1: and Austin for now. I'm still not fully bought in to team Anduhar. Wow, that's nuts. I mean you got about, it excited. About if, if he does it for another week, you basically can't
0: ignore it. But
1: it, this this is a week and a half of spring training that we've now we're all in on him.
0: I know, it is nuts, right? It right? is really crazy. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, people were all on him after one game against the Chicago yeah, White Sox. That's true. All right, thank you for listening. Um, If you like the show, if you want to support us, we have a store, TalkingYanks.com. Then click Merch. we got a bunch of shirts in there. So you support us. You get a fun Yankee shirt to wear. There's some good ones. I know you've heard about it, but the Judge Rookie of the Year home run tour uh, with every pitcher he hit a home run off on the back of the shirt and the distance they went and the date it happened on is like a really fun shirt. Pick up that one. Pick up one that says Jake sucks. Pick up one that says call up Andy. Or, there's a bunch in there or a mug. You can get a mug. with we'll talking yanks on it. So head to the store, pick one up if you want. I mean, we're not forcing you to. We're just asking nicely. Some, some nice support. We're going to be in spring training soon. I think we have one more episode before we're down there. The mini episodes are keep coming out. We have a couple more of those. We actually have to record some more now. If you haven't listened to those, binge listen. They're fun. It's a nice little binge listen. That's it. That's it. We're done. Thank you very much for listening. Go Yankees! Go Yankees! Tell them, Grandma.
1: Go Yankees! Go Yankees! Let's-